Hi, this is Jeff Margolis, and you're listening to Five Questions with Dan Shawbell. You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Shawbell. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is TV producer and director Jeff Margolis. Jeff has directed TV specials including Michael Jackson, One Night Only, Sinatra 75, The Best Is Yet To Come, and even the Academy Awards. We talk about the art of producing hit TV shows and his new memoir, We're Live in Five, during this episode. Jeff, welcome to Five Questions. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. What did you learn from your uncle as you started your career in show business? Well, he opened the door for me. He knew how interested I was and how passionate I was about getting involved on the creative end. And he opened the door for me. And as soon as he did, I took off. And he said to me, I love you. God bless. Gave me a hug and said, I'll see you in the hallways. (laughs) I feel like not all uncles are that that nice (laughs) that are willing to help. No, it was great. I mean, it was great. He just knew through family. You know, I came from a family where grandparents and parents and aunts and uncles and everybody thought that all us boys should be doctors or lawyers. So my grandfather and I had a little secret, you know, he knew that I didn't want to be a doctor. He knew my passion for television, but you know, he sort of never said anything. I talked to so many actors like Matthew McConaughey and many others that start off trying to pursue a career as a lawyer or doctor, just because, you know, obviously maybe the family members were in those professions or you know, they thought that there was a lot of stability there. So it's maybe safer to do that than media and entertainment. But then they end up quitting and then pursuing pursuing it anyways. And this is typically like a trigger. Like for you, it's like, you know, your uncle saw something in you that you seem like you might have seen yourself as well, but you needed the, the kind of the boost. But for them, it's, for instance, McConaughey, like a classmate was like, hey, you seem like you have acting chops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the process of working with major acts to develop their shows like Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, Frank Sinatra, and others. Let me take Michael Jackson as a good example, because he and I were very friendly. I met him when I was doing cue cards. Michael Jackson and the Jackson 5 were guests on a weekly variety show called The Andy Williams Show. Michael was probably eight years old, I guess. It was their first time, I think, on the show, and Michael saw me doing cue cards. And he was fascinated by everything, this little kid. And so when we were done with rehearsal, he came up to me and he said, how do you know when to pull those cards and how do you write those cards and all that? So I said, do you want me to show you? And so I took him backstage and I showed him how we look at the script and print up the cards. And then I told him how we hold the cards next to the camera lens. So it looks like the piece of talent is looking right into the camera. And I showed him all that stuff. And he thanked me very much. And next time he came on the show, a couple of months later, he remembered me. We were very friendly to one another. Then I moved on to the Sunny and Cher Comedy Hour and became the associate director. The Jackson Five were on the Sunny and Cher Comedy Hour. Michael saw me on stage. He came over to me and he said, hey, where are your cue cards? What are you doing? You know, why are you standing out here with this script? I said, well, I've moved on. I'm I'm an assistant associate director now on the show. He said, way to go, man. What do you do? So I took him into the control room and I talked him through everything and showed him everything. Anyway, we became very friendly. I was friendly with him for his entire 
life. HBO decided to do a Michael Jackson special called Michael Jackson One Night Only. It was right after all those allegations. I worked with them for about a half a year. And then we were in Los Angeles and the show was being done in New York. So we created the show together. You know, we knew what the record label wanted. We knew what his management company wanted. We created this really, really different type of show for Michael Jackson. Well, the show never aired. The day before the show in our final rehearsal, Michael collapsed on the stage. The show never happened. It was a real experience putting the show together when we were still in Los Angeles. Well, Michael, and he's a perfectionist too. So that's such a, a huge element to it. It must have been very hard work for you. Well, it was it was great because I learned so much. I mean, he knows what works for him and what doesn't and what's right and what isn't. Now a word from our sponsor. Having trouble hiring, retaining, and developing your workforce? iSolved is here to help. iSolved People Cloud is a comprehensive human capital management solution that helps you employ, enable, and empower your workforce throughout the entire employment lifecycle. From attracting and recruiting, to onboarding and compliance, from payroll and benefits to time and labor management, and from talent management to predictive people analytics. Transform your employee experience for a better today and a better tomorrow with iSolved. For more information, go to isolvedhcm.com. What do you say are the key elements of a show that are linked to high viewership and attention? When us producer directors do shows, we're either in a studio or we're in a theater or a venue somewhere. We're not doing the show for those people that are in that room. Yeah. We're doing the show for the millions of people either in America or around the world, if it's a worldwide show. What I always do when I work with anybody and I think about viewership and everything is I always, as the director, put myself in the fifth row center of the theater or the studio or the venue or wherever it is. And I try and show the people at home what I am looking at, what I want to see. When I look at a stage, when I first see a stage, I love the scenery and the lighting. I love to see that. And then as soon as the artists come out, my attention focuses. And I see the artists come out, and if it's a woman in a gown or some designer piece of clothing or something, I want to see that. And then when she opens her mouth and starts singing, I look at her face. So that's kind of the way I want to show the people at home. I want them to feel the experience of feeling like they're there. Your world has really evolved over the past 10 plus years, I guess you could say, right? And you've seen it all, right? How do you see it evolving with streaming and social media? And do you have any sense of what's next or maybe what's working and not working when it comes to these new mediums? I love it all. The thing I love about streaming and what's going on today is that you can pretty much sell any idea that you come up with or any artist you want to present because there's so many outlets. There's yeah. so much opportunity to get a television show on the air. If NBC won't buy it, then Netflix might. And if Netflix doesn't, then Hulu will or Amazon Prime. When you watch television, you can pretty much find anything that you're in the mood to see at the moment. I think it's fantastic. If you have a creative brain and you want to try stuff, you can make anything happen. Absolutely. And what's your best piece of career advice? Well, in my book, at the end of the book, I have 11 rules of the road. I said, everybody else has 10 rules, so I'll make 11. Number one, number five, and number 11 are all the same. 
and it's my most important rule, and that's be kind. We're so fortunate to be in this business. We're so lucky to be around these creative people and work the way that we work. And there's no reason to ever yell and scream and go crazy and raise your voice and all that. Because when you collaborate with people and you're kind to people, you get so much more, you get everything. And I always feel the most important thing is to create a family. When you're doing a show, create a family around you. Let everybody get involved. If somebody's got an opinion about something, listen. And you know what? Sometimes people have better ideas than you do. And if somebody comes up with a better idea, a better way to do something, I'll thank them very much and give them credit for it. It's their idea. And if it makes the show better, just have your shit together. Know the talent you're working with. Know the people that you've brought into your family. Be the leader. That's what you're hired to do. Be the leader. Know your stuff. And then be kind. Be kind to everybody. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Jeff. To follow his journey, you can read his memoir, We're Live in Five, My Extraordinary Life in Television. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash Dan Shaw Bell. And please remember to rate and review the Five Questions podcast on iTunes.